0: Hey, it's Hal Elrod and this episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast is being brought to you by FreshBooks, the small business accounting software designed for you. And uh, stay tuned at the end for a really cool offer and you'll find out how FreshBooks is helping millions of small business owners make everyday accounting easy, fast, and secure. Goal Achievers, I have a very exciting announcement for you. The dates and location have been set for the first ever Miracle Morning Experience live event. That's right. Go to miraclemorning.com forward slash events to get all the details and to apply for a spot. And when I say apply for a spot, I mean that very sincerely. Uh, we'll have probably 10,000 people plus apply. It is narrowed down or it is limited to 200 individuals. And the reason is this event will be unlike any event in history in that every person there will be working together to literally create history by planning the future of the miracle morning movement so every morning we'll start by experiencing guided miracle morning sessions to deepen and expand your abilities to benefit from the savers practices silence affirmations visualization exercise reading scribing we'll have world-renowned experts in each of these areas to take your miracle morning to a whole new level and then during the afternoon is where the collaborative part happens you'll connect and collaborate with hundreds of like-minded miracle morning practitioners to brainstorm plan and execute the future of the miracle morning movement how will we continue to change millions of lives one morning at a time you'll be a part of the future and then every evening we'll celebrate together uh not too late of course you know we have to be up early but uh everything from helping to guide the vision for the miracle morning movie that we're we're filming right now to initiatives that you literally create right there in the room that I don't even know about, right? They'll be created collectively by the brilliance that uh, comes together this June in the middle of the United States. Uh, Again, go to miraclemorning.com forward slash events for all of the details, and I cannot wait to see you at the Miracle Morning Experience live event.
1: Welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast with Hal Elrod. I'm your host, Nick Falkuski, and you're listening to the show that is guaranteed to help you take your life to the next level faster than you ever thought possible. In each episode, you will learn from someone who has achieved extraordinary goals that most haven't. He is the author of the number one best selling book, The Miracle Morning, a Hall of Fame business achiever, an international keynote speaker, ultra marathon runner, and the founder of VIPsuccesscoaching.com, Mr. Hal Elra. All
0: right, goal achievers,
1: welcome. Hello, good morning, good afternoon,
0: good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Achieve Your Goals Podcast. This is your host and your friend, Hal Elrod. And uh, we are going to dive into how to, you know, another, another extraordinary goal achiever that we're interviewing today on the podcast. And, and I'm going to waste no time and, and I'm going to dive right in uh, and tell you a little bit about our guest today. Her name is Vasavi Kumar, she is a licensed social worker. Probably the first we've had on the show, which is kind of cool. She's also a special education teacher and a certified coach. And this is pretty impressive, but Vasavi holds dual master's degrees in special education and social work from Columbia University. And she works with her coaching clients to create opportunities that align with their brand values. She's an entrepreneur as well. And she believes that solid character and work ethic are the foundation for prosperity. And uh, just so I don't forget this, which I sometimes do, you can connect with her on her site at VasaviKumar.com. Vasavi, you there? I'm so here. Thanks for being here today. I I appreciate you.
2: Thank you for having me, Hal. I'm really, I'm really excited and honored to be here and talk to you today.
0: So there's, uh, here's where I actually want to start. I'm going to start with a question that I've never been able to ask any other person uh, on my podcast or probably in in life, and that is, how did you end up on VH1's show Basketball Wives? <laughs> that that was intriguing to me. I, I see that you could, there, you're, you are on at least an episode, maybe more. But uh, yeah, talk about that. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, I was on two episodes. That is funny. Wow. No one has ever. Started off that way, so see this. (laughs) Like, so I want your listeners as I'm sharing this story to just really um, take out the key elements of this because let me tell you, um, BH1, the producers called me okay, but (laughs) I was only maybe three years into my business. You have to fast forward to when I first started my business in 2010, Um, just like I. Help my clients kind of you know create opportunities, go after certain opportunities that are aligned. When I first started my business, you know I'm I'm a born and raised New Yorker, so I was back in New York and at the Jacob Javits Center, which is a huge expo center. Uh, expo you know um, center they had uh, they had a huge event uh, targeting the African American community, and so I set up shop. I put down two thousand bucks and I got a booth and I offered life coaching. Wow. sessions to 35,000 people. We're talking like heavy duty foot traffic over the course of three days. Okay. So with that being said, I didn't know anything about marketing. I didn't know anything about list building. I was just like, I need to talk to as many people as possible and get these people's email address and phone numbers. Cause there's money in this. Okay. So that's all I knew. I don't know how I knew it, but I knew that I had to get their contact information. So I was giving away all these, um, complimentary coaching sessions and one of the one of the women that i ended up giving a session to let's fast forward now three years later she was one of the producers for the show and the character yep one of the, the woman that i gave coaching to on basketball wives tammy roman she was looking for a coach and so the producer was like wait a minute i worked with the coach just a few years ago her name is vasavi kumar and they reached out to me so wow the point here is People do not just come knocking on your door. It is your job to plant those seeds all day, every day.
0: Yes, you're so right. And that's that, you know, that, that quote, the harder you work, the luckier you get. You know mm-hmm. and I really believe that what you just explained is that that's like the real law of attraction to me it's not this mystical like you make a vision board and then all that stuff just starts magically coming true mm-hmm. um, I think it's more so that you put yourself out there into situations and circumstances where opportunities can find you right mm, yeah um, and you become the person that is attractive for those opportunities right to me that that's like the real uh, tangible law of attraction but and there's my law of attraction soapbox. So, uh, so, so, w- let's start here. What do you do? What What is your describe? What is your work today? What do you do, and and why do you do it?
2: Okay, so in a nutshell, what I do when I work with my clients one on one is that I show them what they're really really good at, the thing that comes most naturally to them, the thing that we often take for granted. And then using, you know, my six years in business, knowing everything I know about online marketing and coaching and entrepreneurship and how this world works to make money online, I show them what they're really, really good at. And then we come up with ways to monetize it through the form of uh, one-on-one services, group coaching, digital programs, um, how to pitch yourself to different media outlets, how to do it in a way that doesn't sound slimy and gross. You know what I mean? Like, how do you actually pitch yourself from a place of, hey, I like myself and I think you would like me too, and you need to interview me. Kind of like how I pitched you, right? That's exactly what I did. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't like desperation. It was like, hey, Hal, like, here's who I am. I think I'd, have." you know what I mean? So like, I want people to come to a place where You are so confident in the value that you have to offer to other people that selling doesn't become hard. Answering that dreaded question, what do you do, doesn't come, you know, it is not difficult for you to answer. And I believe that the way you do that first is that you have to know who you are first. And you have to be very clear about your values and what you're really, really good at. Um, And then obviously do whatever you got to do to monetize it, you know, in, in whichever way feels most aligned with
0: you. Well, I will tell you this, Vasavi, to, to, you know, a compliment to you is when, you know, we get, I don't know how, I don't keep track of how many my assistant kind of goes through them, but we get, you know, probably, I don't know, at least dozens of requests every week to be on the podcast, probably over a hundred a month. And, uh, we turn down almost all of them and, and it's, uh, it's not, you know, not, not, I mean, uh, no other reason other than I typically, the guests I have on my show are people that I seek out. Like, like, they're either either friends of mine who are doing amazing things in the world, and I want to you know share what they're doing with with, with my community, mm-hmm. or they are people that I'm huge fans of, and I reach out to and, and, and ask me on the show. So I almost always say kind of default no. And uh, yeah, there if anybody that wants to learn media, they should learn from you because <laughs> you you made it onto the show, and I'm I'm excited to have you. And uh, yeah, just the, the way that you approached it, you know, and, and even your website and everything, just kind of all all uh, the whole package. I was like, yeah, th- this this woman looks pretty impressive, pretty amazing. So I want to have her on. So
2: thank you, Hal. No pressure, no pressure on. No me pressure, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you don't
0: don't don't make us regret. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> um, so uh, all right. So and when you, now let me ask you this: When you say, uh, when I asked what you do, uh, and you talked about when you work with your clients, you show them what they're really good at. Well, uh, when you say your clients, who who is your like your clients? Is that you know? Because again, you've got the the dual master's degrees. You've got your social worker. You're a coach. So are you referring to your coaching clients? primarily or what what, what what do you mean
2: yeah so you first have to understand i'm the daughter of two indian immigrants so we are all about the degrees hence, <laughs> by, by, and the ivy league so that that you know i think that was a lot more of what you know I chose to go down that path. I, have always wanted to work with people who I felt were more marginalized in society, which is why I got the special ed degree. And I also got the social work, but I, um, when I came across the coaching industry, I I just, I really loved the approach that was used in coaching versus therapy. So when I'm talking about clients, I'm talking about my coaching clients. And you know, these days it is like, they are coming to me in the droves. There are new coaches, like literally they're blank slates and they come to me and they're like, I know I am meant to work with people. I have some, to offer. Those are my favorite types of people to work with. Blank slate, totally just like willing to just dig deep. But I also work with existing coaches who maybe are going through a transition and they want to rebrand and they just don't feel like what is on their website represents who they are anymore. Um, And yeah, I, I have clients that have been in business for like five years and they're like, all right, I'm bored. This is not me anymore. Like, what's going on, you know? So we just kind of like redo things because as humans, we are always evolving. So those are the people that I work with, primarily coaches.
0: Got it, got it, got it. Okay, really cool. Now, so so take us back. Like give us, uh, you know, I always want to find out from folks, what, what was your journey to the work you do now and, and the impact that you're making in the world?
2: Okay, so I think that... Um, it started with, and this may sound a little dramatic, but you know, as I was born and raised in New York, and my parents are from India, since I that was that is co- dramatic. Keep going. Yeah, since <laughs> I was at yourself, so funny, yeah. Since I was a <laughs> child. Uh, it's like three or four years old. My mom would always bring me back to India, my my sister and I. And so I witnessed a lot of suffering growing up. Like I I'd never experienced that type of suffering. I witnessed a lot of extreme poverty and just injustice um, just going back to India. And then, I mean, obviously, even here in the U.S. But I just remember at a young age, I just I I don't know what it was. There was something in me that was just like I always want to make sure that I leave people better than when they first met me. That's just something I've always had. I can't explain it, but any person that I come across, I wanna, in some way I want their life to be better because they've met me. And I know that sounds a little narcissistic, but what I mean by that is I always wanna put my best foot forward with people. And you could be having a crappy day, but you can come in contact with me and hopefully something I say, even a smile, even a wink, I don't know, will put you in a better place, even if it's momentary. So I think since I was a kid, I've always wanted to do that. I just didn't know how. So I used many different paths to get to where I am. And you have to understand, um, my family—we were like one of two Indian families in an all-white town. I was teased my entire life. I was bullied my entire life. Boys didn't like me. They always thought I was ugly. Mm. People made people made fun of me because we're Hindu. My mom wears a dot on her head. I'm vegetarian. You know why do you pray to elephant gods? You know so wow. from a young age, yeah so from a young age I've always felt different. I um and I and I learned to become a chameleon. Okay. And which is a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because I can talk to anyone about anything. There is no one that I cannot talk to. I don't care your socioeconomic status, where you're from, what religion you are, whatever walk of life, you could have just come out of prison. I don't care. I can talk to anyone about anything. You learn to adapt when you're bullied a lot growing up and you're just like, what do I need to do to make it through the day? Yeah, you know, sure. but the bad thing, and I don't want to say bad, but you know what I mean? But on the flip side, you lose a sense of who you are. So I took many paths to finally get to a place to where I am now, which is I know who I am and you cannot define me. I've used drugs. I've used sex. I've used everything under the sun to really kind of get to this. Like, who is this Vasa V? And what I've now learned is that nothing outside of me can actually define me. Only I can do that for myself. I mean, obviously, there's so much more to it, but I know we have limited time. But, yeah, I think it's just this intrinsic feeling I've had my entire life just I just knew that I was meant for greatness, always, always knew that, yeah.
0: So, and when you decided that you, so you, you got dual master's degrees, you went into um, the uh, social work, working as a special education teacher, mm-hmm. uh, when did you go? So, I mean, those are obviously totally in alignment with your degrees. Now, being a coach, I think obviously th- those those degrees are going to help with coaching or just your knowledge base, your experience, but I'm just curious, when did you decide you wanted to go from working as a social worker and, or a special education teacher and then decide you wanted to go an entrepreneurial route, uh, to be a coach?
2: So here is the trajectory. Okay. So I was, um, so I got my, I got my master's in special ed. That was two years after I graduated, I went to India and I lived there for a year and I worked with survivors of sex trafficking. Mm. And then, yeah. And oh my God, like I was just talking about this with people last night. Like they couldn't even believe what I was saying. Like at the age of eight, a lot of girls are sold and, and, and they are considered top dollar because they're eight years old. Right. So wow. it, was, it was gross. Uh, it was awful. So, and then I lived in India for a year, did that worked with the United Nations, came back, went to Colombia got my master's in social work. As I was graduating, my mother's friend, so I was 20, I was 26, yeah, I was 26. And she, my mother's friend, like she, she emailed me a link about life coaching and I was just reading it and, and see, by the way, I have been in therapy since I was 12. So I know hmm. what it means to be on the patient side yeah. and I know what it means to be on the therapist side. And coaching for me was like, it was like, oh my God, like you mean, you know, we don't have to be swimming in our past. You mean we can take responsibility <laughs> for our lives. You mean I'm not a victim. You mean that my entire life is just a culmination of all the decisions that I've made and I have say over it. Like I can, so like, cause my whole life I felt like a victim. I mm. felt like Mommy did this to me, Daddy did this to me, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all to me. It happened to me. So when I saw about this new industry, I was, I got, I got, I got to do this. I, I don't even know what I got to do, but I got to do it. And so I found a year long. Coach's training program to become certified as a coach and what was great because in the program they made us address all of our stuff right Mm, so there i mean because that's the thing like do not try to work with somebody else on issues that are still stagnant and not you know healed in your life you can you cannot heal yourself through somebody else and please do not make them pay you if that's what you're doing you know what (laughs) i mean like oh you want to pay me great because i'm about to heal myself through you thank you you know so i um that was really, that was in 2010. Therein was the journey where I really started to take a hard look at my own life, being responsible for my life, my thoughts, my words, my actions. And then um, I didn't even know how, I didn't even know what being an entrepreneur meant. I just knew, I was still in the mindset of, I really want to work with people in this way, you know? And um, the coaching program that I was a part of, they didn't really Teach us the marketing side and the entrepreneurial side. So um, I learned that on my own. My first mentor was Lisa Nichols, who was nice. in the movie. Yeah, yeah l- love Lisa, love her. I was in, I was her first in the first cohort of her Global Leadership Program. Have traveled with her all over. She's amazing, um, and from her. I was able to learn a lot about storytelling, a lot about multiple revenue streams, creating content, building relationships, affiliate marketing. And then I'm just, I'm just a very curious cat. I don't wait for anyone to tell me how to do something. I just Google the hell out of anything. <laughs> and, and I will yes. pay for, st- yeah, th- I've like, invested over $400,000 in my brain and my life. And so I uh, pride myself in that because if you want to be the best, you have to be willing to invest um, in, in whatever it is that you're seeking out. So like I said, when I first started, I didn't even know what I didn't even know. You, you, you know what I mean? Like I, did, I, did, I didn't know what it meant to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know about like sales funnels. I didn't know about pitching oneself. I didn't know that I could be on TV. I didn't know that I had what it takes to be on. Like I had my own radio show where I interviewed New York Times bestselling authors. I didn't even know that. So it's taken me six years, but it, within, I'm a fast learner. So in the first three years, that's when I kind of really like put the pedal to the metal and I was like, I was off. Like, that was it. There was no stopping me at that point. Wow. Um, and by the way, Hal, that's what happens when you truly believe in yourself. That's why it's so important that we believe in ourselves rather than waiting for validation outside of us.
0: And I, yeah, no, that, I, it's so true. And I tell people that, like, you, you can, in terms of belief, you, you can fake it until you make it, so to speak. Like, for me, it's, you know, you borrow the belief of other people. Like, that's what's universal mm-hmm. for all of us is go, well, I might have self-doubt and I might be able to justify those doubts because of some failures I've had in my past or experiences, right? But if you go, okay, but yeah, but are there other human beings on the planet that have done what you want to do? The answer is Mm -hmm. always yes, you know, right? For the most part, Um, unless you're Elon Musk, then it's always no. But Mm -hmm. right, it's you know, yeah, there are. And then you go, okay, well, if if another human being's done it, that's evidence of what's possible for you, right? Yep. Yeah. And so, um, I just, I just want to share that because I know some people, right? They listen, they go, gosh, if only I had her confidence, if only I had her self belief, you know. And so I think it's important to. It was a recent episode. I think I said like, you don't have to actually believe that you're going to do the things that you wanna do, you just have to do the things that will create that result, believe them or not, you know, and if you do the things, you're gonna get the result. And of course, I always coach people on, you know, developing the beliefs you need to reinforce that. Right? But but don't wait till the beliefs are like cemented and flawless and perfect and right. Like you have unshakable confidence. Like just move in the direction of your goals and your dreams. And you typically develop the confidence kind of along the way through every little, you know, small win and, and all of that. So,
2: so I, I wanna I wanna um, affirm your listeners and I wanna let them know. I have, um, I'm insecure. Sure. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, do you know, to this day, I still get anxiety when I walk into a room. Like I have that, like, e- even if I know everybody in the room, I still have that five minutes of anxiety as soon as I walk in. Cause like stuff comes up for me, right? Yeah. I know how to soothe that. Yeah. I'm very good at soothing myself, but I want to just say like, yeah, I'm confident and I'm also anxious. And I also have insecurities. The difference is I don't let it paralyze me. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And so yeah. I love that you say, you know, work on the beliefs, but don't wait for them to become flawless to take action. Yeah. And on the flip, You know, a lot of people are waiting to get confident to take action. I go, listen, take that action and you will build that confidence because when you start to take action, even if you don't believe in yourself, that's when you start to respect yourself. And there is nothing like no amount of money can buy you self-respect at all. And you start to respect yourself when you do what you say you're going to do, when you do what you say you want to do, even if you're afraid to do it. Um, And so for me, action is everything. Everything is just—you have to be in motion because a lot of people spend way too much time, like you said, trying to get it right in their head. Right? Try to be flawless, and yeah. they're waiting for like to be ready. Which there is no such thing. <laughs> yeah. Just, just go and do it, and watch what happens.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I love that. I love that mindset. Um, mm-hmm. The. Uh, so I want to ask you. So you brought something up a few minutes ago um, you, when you were just kind of sharing your story. When I asked you about coaching and your friend sent you the link on life coaching, and you started to look into it, and then you realized that, you know, like you'd been in therapy your whole life, and you said some things there about how, like, oh, I don't have to be a victim. Oh, I don't have to go deep into my past. Oh, and -hmm. and and I'd love for you to share for our listeners, like anyone that's listening that isn't familiar with, Coaching, whether it's business coaching, life coaching, etc. Um, I'd love to hear your just ha, ha, the distinction between therapy and coaching because you've, you've you've got vast experience in both. Like I always describe it to new coaching clients of mine, but mm-hmm. I haven't been in therapy, so I'm just like conceptually. Here's what I think therapy is, and here's what coaching is. So here are the differences, right? So I'd love to hear your perspective as somebody who's gone very deep in both of those.
2: Great. So you know I was in therapy i first checked myself into a therapist with my parents when i was 12 and i had the same therapist up until the age of 28 and so wow. i can yep every wow. single week her name is virginia mm. unless she's still alive <laughs> um yeah, back back home in new york but you know he, from my experience, you go into therapy and the job of the therapist is to listen to you and you can talk about anything. So I can sit and talk about how crappy my dad is, how this person did this and that person did this. And it's more of a vent slash word vomit versus uh, it, it is a way to basically like, you know, Take everything that's in you, uh, every thought, every feeling, every emotion, every judgment, and you can say it to this person and they will not judge you, which is great because we all sometimes just need some validation and be able to rant, right? And yeah. and and that is good to yeah. an extent. But what for me, the biggest difference is when I'm working with a client, a coaching client, and we're doing more life stuff. I have a client, you know, she'll come to me. She'll be complaining about the same thing over and over and over. I go, all right, what do you want to do about it? What do you want to do about it? What do you want to do about it? Like, because, you know, you can you can waste 60 minutes complaining. It, it is it, it, For me, it's like once you realize that there is an issue and you say, I want to do something about it, then we can do something about it. But if you just want to sit and talk about your problem and not actually be solution focused, you've just like, in my opinion, wasted 60 minutes of your time. Like, sure. honestly, because, you know, I, I think a good rant is great. It's healthy. It, it, it's good for the soul. But less think about okay moving forward now what? And that is the biggest difference um that I can tell you right off the bat. Cause like I'm s i am I still go to therapy. I go to therapy every single week and it's wonderful. But my therapist knows that I am a very action oriented person. So I I've like trained her to tell <laughs> nice. to, to tell me, all right, okay, so I'll I'll be like, okay, Linda, what are my actions for this week? Like I'll uh, I'll coach uh, my uh, uh. Yeah, because because that's, that's me. It's like, okay, great. For 55 minutes I have talked to you about this, that, this, that, whatever. Okay, great. Now what? Yeah. I'm like, now what? So that's the biggest difference. And if you're the kind of person that maybe if you feel like, you know, I'm still in my pain and I'm not even mentally there yet to move forward, therapy would probably be better for you. And there's no judgment about Mm. that at all. If that's where you're at mentally and emotionally, that you just need to vent, you need to heal, you just need to cry it out. And you're not even trying to move forward. By the way, when you vent, and you have someone who listens to you with a loving, non-judgmental heart. That, in and of itself, is progress. Yeah, because at sure. least you're getting it out. But if you're someone that's like, you know what, I am sick of this. I have had this baggage on my shoulders for like, you know, God knows how many years. I'm ready to move it forward. You know, and then find a proactive therapist or work with a coach.
0: I love it. I, I love. Yeah. It. I like the way that you express the, the the distinction there on therapy. Like if you're, you know, if you're not in a place where you're trying to move forward, you just kind of want to get to zero, right? You're like, I just yes. kind of want to get like, I just want to get rid of all of this baggage, sort of speak. I think that's a great, mm-hmm. great, great way of putting it. Um, so uh, let, let's dive in this perfect timing, diving and talking about actionables. You know, I, I always, uh, I always ask our guests, like the, the idea of our, you know, this is the Achieve Your Goals podcast. Every guest I have has typically achieved pretty exceptional, extraordinary, you know, monumental goals, if you will. Um, and so then it's okay, well, what, what are the keys? Like what what have you found or what have you done that maybe even is different or unique or whatever? What's been your approach? What are your top one, two, three tips that our listeners can walk away with and implement in their lives, their businesses, et cetera, to take action and to achieve their goals?
2: Great. So the first thing is consistency. And I know this may sound like, oh, that's easy. I work with a lot of people, especially when they try to like attract media, for example. They're like, well, I pitched these three podcasts and I didn't hear back. I go, do you know how many podcasts are out there? <laughs> You've only pitched three. I pitched 35 a week. Yeah. I pitch 35 a week. So let's like stop giving up before just because we didn't see the results because we live in the Western world where we want what we want and we want it right now. Right. And when we don't get it, we give up. So the number one thing is consistency. If you've tried to do something and you haven't gotten a result, ask yourself, how consistent have I been with it? right if it I mean like give it another shot do it for 30 days and then talk to me right so it's, it's ca- mm-hmm. oh, good
0: I was just so it's kind of that re- so it's, it's I would say that the word that came for me is relentless right so rel- y- yes. relentless consistent effort and you know it, it, it reminds me of the um some of the famous you know stories in history of like Colonel Sanders right how you know he was mm-hmm. rejected by I don't know hundreds and hundreds of chicken uh, restaurants for his recipe, and then he finally decided, "All right, screw it, I'm going and visit this myself." Whereas a lot of people would have given up after restaurant number one, or two, or mm-hmm. three, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole Thomas Edison and the light bulb thing. So I, I like that. So consistency, consistent, relentless effort toward a predetermined goal, uh, if you will. And and that's where they, you know, they, I'm sure you tell your clients this, right? That there there is no failure; there's only quitting, right? If you quit, you fail. If you keep going, eventually you you, you get where you want to go. So. Um, Absol-
2: absolutely. And so that actually goes into my second one, which is experimentation. Mm, what okay. happened to us as we became adults? We we're like afraid to experiment. I say my life is just a collection of experiences. And some of them may look glamorous and some of them are like downright seedy. Right. I've done some stuff in my life that it's <laughs> like, you know, and I'm, I'm no shame about it because I believe that everything we do will get us to wherever we need to be or wherever our soul is meant to evolve to. Every single thing I've done up until this point is... What was meant to happen, right? So experimentation for me, obviously, try to be healthy. You know, you don't you don't always have to go down the dark route. But I'm <laughs> saying don't don't be afraid to experiment. Like that's the thing. Like when I wrote to you, Hal, when I when I pitched myself to you, like I I I was like, okay, you might say no, but whatever. Like I'm I'm gonna write to you. I'm just gonna experiment and see if this works. Yeah. Right? So it's like, and I just and I also use my consistency and I pitched other podcasts and I pitched other podcasts. And so people are so afraid to fail because we have been conditioned to be like, Oh my God, if, if you fail, then you're a failure. You know what I mean? Like, no, it doesn't define you. Like, have fun with it. I like to do things just because I can. So, let me give you guys an example. Um, I use my time in the car to make phone calls. And I don't just mean like, I, I'm not talking about to friends. I do that to follow up with people who I've just had sales conversations with. I just pitched myself to two radio shows on um, local radio stations here in Austin, FM stations. Are you live in fa- Austin? Yeah, I live in Austin.
0: Did I tell you I'm moving to Austin in like 3 weeks? Shut up. Yeah, we will have to get some coffee oh, or some oh food god. or something, to, yeah.
2: We'll get some food. I'm I will show you the best place. if you like Indian food, we got to go get Indian food. I will show you the best places. I
0: <laughs> will experiment with your Indian food.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay, wait, so where wait, sorry. We can talk about it offline, but where are you where are you going to move to in Austin?
0: Uh, you know, Lakeway.
2: Oh my god, that's so funny. Lakeway is a very nice area. My ex-boyfriend actually works there, so oh, that's, All right.
0: Well, we'll yeah, we can go visit him and and no, have let, him let, wait on let, us
2: or serve us i don't know so let us not and say uh, we did uh, but yeah so um well, you got me you, you threw me off, I threw you off experimentation experimentation so guys yeah like just do it for fun do it because you can like like i was saying in the in the in the car i make phone calls i'm like i'm just gonna call this you know head of promotions and marketing of this fm station and leave him a voicemail i did that three days in a row he finally called me back yeah i am a pain in the you know what until you tell me no i will not leave you alone
0: Relentless, consistent experimentation. I love it. Yes. Uh, and what's what's your third uh, piece of wisdom for our listeners?
2: It is um, you have to know who you are. And what I mean by that is who are you when the lights are out, the doors are closed, and nobody's sitting there watching you, right? Because if you can truly love, like, respect that person, you, in that moment, that is the foundation for Everything else. And I, the, so we talk a lot about self-love in this personal growth industry. And I, I'm like, you know what? I want to just like myself. Because <laughs> yeah. y- y- so here's an example. I love my aunt I don't actually like her, though. Mm, I don't, you know? It. So, of course, I love myself. I mean, of course. I mean, I, I. that's why I do certain things and whatever. But do I like myself? It's taken me a very long time to like myself. And the way you like yourself is by doing what you say you're going to do. You treat people well. You are a person of integrity. You don't try to upsell somebody into something, even if you know they don't need it. Like, don't be shady. Don't be slimy. You know what I mean? Just be a good person person. And for me, my gauge is, can I look at myself in the mirror? Like I'm actually looking at myself in the mirror right now. Can I look at myself in the mirror and actually like and respect the person looking back at me? And if that's a yes, I'm on the right path.
0: Mm, Got it. I I love it. So it's know who you are, like who you are, no one's watching. And the way you do that is like you said, you, you know, living with integrity, doing what you say you're going to do, just being a good person. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So really good. So consistency Experimentation and knowing who you are. I, I love, I love that combination of tips, if you will. The, uh, you I know you have a free training video where people, you teach people how to pick one idea and take focused action. And I think the process takes less than 20 minutes. What, what's the URL? Where can people get that? Cause I think that's a great kind of, if anybody's listening to this, they, they're, they're loving you as much as I am, uh, <laughs> right. And then they can go download this and get, you know, I think what a great thing, get narrowing down one idea that you can take action on. What, what's the uh, website for that?
2: It's uh, vasavikumar.com slash focused action.
0: Vasavi, V-A-S-A-V-I Kumar, K-U-M-A-R dot com forward slash focused action. Does that ever happen by the way when you're talking and you hit a pitch or a tone or you say something where it activates Siri and so my, my phone just starts asking me, what do you need? What do you want? How- um, nothing, Siri. I'm in a podcast. Leave me alone. Um, anyway, alright, cool. Uh, so hey, any any last closing thoughts? Anything to share with our uh, our listeners? Anything you're working on that you're excited about?
2: Um, I, you know, I have just come back from a year long sabbatical. I got divorced last year. Hmm. I took all of twenty fifteen off. Um, to really kind of get back to myself because divorce is hard, okay? Yeah, sure. And uh, and I just broke up with a boyfriend. So clearly I did not waste any time. But I did <laughs> not I did not realize that I shouldn't have done that, but it's all good. Um, what I'm working on now, you know, when I've been in business for six years and I took a year off and um, I'm lucky that I have my subscribers. They are loyal. They we are we I communicate with them one on one through email, whatever. Like I'm very engaged with my peeps. Um, and so for me, the number one goal for me, you know, now that I'm back and I came back in January is just consistency, credibility and for me, the ultimate compliment or the ultimate like gauge for success is Vasavi is a no bullshit kind of person who will never do you wrong, will never lie to you, will never, you know, she will never try to like snake oil sales menu. You know what I mean? Like I want to be known, by the way, that is who I am, but I want to be known for that across the board. For me, like my word and my reputation is everything for me, more than the bottom line, any day. So, and from that comes everything else. I mean, I know how to make money, you know, but what's, what's even better than that is for people to look at you. Like you are the kind of person that I trust that I know, like, and trust solid character. And so I learned that from my dad and I actually just want to leave your listeners, um, with something. My dad is a CPA. Both my parents are very successful. He has his own two practices. My mother's a cardiologist and, they made a lot of money growing up. I mean, they still do. And I always used to ask my dad as a kid, like, how do you make so much money? And he would always say, service first, money mm. will follow. Yeah. And I said, what's like, I did ask him this because I spoke at a women's retreat last week and I go, what's the one piece of advice you wish you could give any entrepreneur or just any person? He goes, if everyone just adopted the immigrant mentality, which is do what is, do more than what is expected of you. Hmm. And you will get the result. And the caveat is it's not do more what others are expecting. Expect more from yourself. Like, do not settle for mediocre because that is all you're going to get then. If you're going to expect yourself to do things half-assed, that's all you're going to do and that's all you're going to put out into the world. But if you always want high standards for yourself, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you wanting to be the best. And I think in our society, there's a lot of talk about, like, don't work too hard or quick, easy money. Yeah. And it's like, no. that is. I love the, I love the phrase work hard. I don't know why people are so turned off by that, but it's like, I love that I'm a beast. I love <laughs> that I, yeah, I can work 15 hours and I absolutely love it. So you should embrace that. If you're passionate about something, work those 15 hours, like go do it. Yeah. It's like there's nothing wrong with working hard that builds character. So yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I love that. Find a way to, what did I say? Find, uh, figure out what you love to do and find a way to get paid for it, right? Yes, yes. And often we have to work hard at something that we love but don't get paid for it until we finally start to get paid for it. So yep, um, I love it. Well, and you once said one thing, I'll kind of close on this sentiment. You said something uh, today, which is if you want to be the best, you have to be willing to invest. And I think that is so true. Um, You know, you've mentioned you've invested over $400,000 in your personal development. Uh, I don't know the number. I know it's in the multi-hundred thousands for me as well. And that's, mm-hmm. in, you know, coaching and, and seminars and masterminds and right on and on and on. So um, for anybody listening, I think that's such a, a, a key component is the difference between spending money, which is like buying things that, you know, don't don't they don't have an ROI. They don't they don't contribute to who you are, or who you're becoming or or your, your bottom line versus investing in something which is like, hey, this is going to cost me, you know, a chunk of money up front. But uh, what could it you know, what could that result in? and, and that, that's a big difference. So, um, Vasavi, thank you for being on the Achieve Your Goals podcast today. I, I I really, really enjoyed talking with you.
2: Same here, Hal. Love talking to you too.
0: Awesome. Well, and Achieve Your Goals podcast listeners, uh, you know, I love you and appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here and uh, sharing a little bit of your time with me today. I hope you got as much value from Vasavi as I did. Uh, check out her freebie. Uh, the, uh, the training video that will teach you how to pick one idea and take focused action in less than 20 minutes on it uh, at vasavikumar.com forward slash focused action. And uh, leave me a comment below the video or below, we don't have a video, but below the audio. <laughs> uh, let let us know what your one idea is that you, uh, you got from that activity, that training that Vasavi gave to you. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Can't wait. Take care. I mentioned earlier that this episode is brought to you by FreshBooks, and if you're not familiar with FreshBooks, uh, I absolutely love the service. In fact, Nick Palkowski um, turned me on to it when he started sending me invoices from FreshBooks, and it is so simple to both send and, and receive invoices. So it's great for you. It's great for your clients. You can create automated monthly payments and invoices that are, you know, sent automatically to free up your time to focus on growing your business. And right now, FreshBooks is offering a month of unrestricted use to all of our listeners, totally free right now. And you don't even need a a credit card for the trial. So to claim your free month of accounting software at FreshBooks, go to freshbooks.com forward slash achieve your goals. That is freshbooks.com forward slash achieve your goals and enter achieve your goals in the how did you hear about us section. So that will give you the free month of unrestricted access. And uh, I'm telling you, if you are an entrepreneur or a business owner, FreshBooks can be a lifesaver. So check it out one more time. It is freshbooks.com forward slash achieve your goals and put achieve your goals into the... Uh, what's it called? How do you hear about us section? All right, everybody. Love you. Take care. We'll see you next week.
1: And thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. So now we want to know what were your big takeaways from this episode. Simply head on over to com slash 119 for episode number 119 and leave a comment there on the show notes page. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by going to hello.com slash iTunes, clicking the little subscribe button, and then if you would, please leave a rating and review because rating and reviews are truly the best way for you to show your appreciation for the show because they help more people find out about the podcast and decide if this is the one for them. And also, if you're interested in attending the Miracle Morning Mastery Experience, head on over to uh, miraclemorning.com slash events and fill out the application there. And until next week, it's time for you to go out there, take action, and achieve your goals.